I, I kind of a bone to pick with you guys about last week's show. Ooh. Oh. Yes. You do an entire discussion about Jim Croce songs. And the songs you pick are great. Operator, uh, karaoke, stand out for me. Bad, bad Leroy Brown's been a wrestling theme song, a great song, great storytelling song. But how can we do a podcast about a work sport and nobody mentions Roller Derby Queen? I, I, I'm i not a huge fan of that song. I like a lot more chill. That's why I like Operator so much. I like to tear I, up a little bit. I still don't know who Jim Croce is. Well, well, there, there, there may or may not have been a uh, list on the screen uh, on Spotify, and it's not in the top like five songs on Spotify for him. So <laughs> listen, this guy's trying to be niche on us and that's not the way we were. We, we were definitely not going in that direction. I don't think MV Young gave it shit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, MV Young cared less about that question than Marky did. Like Marky can leave, like, okay, come on, just give me one to name. Like that, that's cool. But- he bailed right away. He was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Who that, I don't, that's not my thing. <laughs> Well, in was, fairness, in fairness, Jim Croce went dead before I was born. So, well, I, 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 I can't, I can't necessarily fault the young for not knowing who he is. Although, oh, of course, and I, I got to tell you, I'm sorry you missed last week because he was, he was pretty damn awesome. Um, no, it, was, it was a lot yeah. of fun to listen to. So, I, I honestly, when when we did the editing and everything, I it, it was more than I could have asked for. He did a, he did a great job, and uh, and that was you know couldn't ask for more than that. But I wanted to get into. Butters and Marcy, your your trip to Kent and hear about your thoughts on uh, on the venue and that show because it was uh, a little light. You know, I felt bad that it was a little light. Uh, yeah, I don't know if like January was an anomaly because I was like, oh, you know, it'll fill up. Like, you know, it'll, it'll fill up again because like when, I, when we got in, uh, the early bird people got in, it, it kind of like felt like it was going to fill again and it just didn't. Like it got a little bit more filled, but not enough. So. Was it? Was it, it? Now I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Kent, is it? Where is that like located? So if I'm if I'm thinking Cleveland, I'm looking at it at a map. Which direction am I going to? Kent, it's okay, like, so you're gonna you're gonna look at it more like you're going toward Akron. You're gonna go down the interstate toward Akron, and it's like a few acres before you before you get on to 77 going to Akron. Yeah, it's okay. like maybe 20 minutes from the uh, Akron venue that you are at. Oh, okay. And it's it's a bar. It's a bar, right? It's a yeah. bar concert club. And they Correct. couldn't get, and, and unfortunately, they couldn't do more than 60. That's maybe it's just the drive. I, I'm trying to figure yeah, out maybe it's, it's not, because the show was two weeks before. It's not uh, as near other places in Kent, like other bars and stuff. So it's like a little bit of a drive from Kent uh, to get there. So it's not super close. If it was closer, you might have had more of a walk up, but it is what it is. Like, it's, yeah, well, it, the show it, was it, good. And we're off of that point where even though it's close to campus, I, I'm not sure when final week is, but it's pretty close to final. People might just be like, I can't go out. I got that test study for and shit. So. Well, right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting what month it is, but it's also two weeks out of Akron. Um, and that's kind of the the uh, uh, one of the risks you run after you run such a big show. You know, they had like 500 or something in Akron. Mm-hmm. And then to ask people to come back and then do another show two weeks later is not always the easiest of selling points i guess but the show itself was awesome i have no i I rewatched a bunch of it because i was uh this weekend was my niece's bat mitzvah so i was with sam all weekend and we just didn't get a chance friday night we're in temple saturday on the boat so i just did and then saturday night i watched the puerto rico show so i didn't get a chance to come back to it till yesterday that blindfold match was awesome that's so funny (laughs) it's ridiculous it's ridiculous those guys are fantastic and to see Big Sam, I feel bad. Let me just say I feel bad for Eric Taylor. I know we all want him to uh, have a speedy recovery. 
Um, and I was stunned when I first turned, uh, looked at Twitter to see that money shot won those tag titles. If I could <laughs> stunned, stunned into silence. Yeah. It was kind of like the lesser thing in that match, uh, than the injury when it happened. So it was like, everybody was like, it happened, but nobody was really like, oh my God. Everybody was just like, oh, is, is Eric okay? They didn't even care. So yeah. Yeah. I get it. And I mean, you had to make a decision on the fly there. I get it. Uh, and having Big Sam win an IW Guide uh, favorite, so to speak, is is where we're now we're in the driver's seat now. When this guy gets big and he's uh, he's all popular and famous, we'll be hitting him up for tickets <laughs> right. wherever he is. Come on, hook a friend up. <laughs> right. And, and 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 say what you will. I know a lot of people are going to say that he shouldn't be getting this big a match in his career, but I mean, it's going to be a big test to see where he got right now. But like him or not, Cardona a good worker. I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this match goes. Yeah, it was really between him and, uh, in my mind, it was between him and Shaw Mason. So the the fact that it came down to them too uh, made me really happy. I was like, all right, I, I have a, a better idea um, than I have for a while of where AIW is kind of going with things and the confidence they had in those two. And then I was more confident that I thought really like the way that they like to do things with Shaw, and I was like, man, I was like, Shaw's going to get this title match because he's such a baby face and going up against Cardona at a big show. I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, this is like a can't miss, like, get all his family there. He's getting a world title match. And then they went with Sam, and I was like, oh, fuck, that's even better. I love Sam. This, this, now I'm, I'm into it even more than I, cause, you know, I like Shaw, but I'm not into him as much as I am Sam. So. Sam is definitely uh, more my dude, so I'm very, very happy with getting to cheer him on. Sam gets yeah. uh, Sam gets a good crowd. He gets, he brings a bunch of people yeah, with him. He does, yeah, he does. I just I again, I was just expecting them to go one way because you know he's been pushed so much. Shaw's been pushed so much uh, since he started, so I was really kind of expecting it to go that way. So when they actually turned and went with Sam, I was like, oh, that's, that's so good. That's that's what I wanted. Yeah, that's that. That was that's a fun choice. It's a different choice, and it's and I, I am I am a hundred percent behind it. I, I I hope that he he puts on a good show. That's what I, I'd like to see. You know, I don't envision Big Sam walking out with the title, but if he did, that would be one of the coolest things ever. So I think the best thing they can do is if they get people to bite and really get into it deep in the match and make people think that he could. I think that yeah. would be the best thing they can possibly do. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. If you can, if you can give a little hope in there, it'll mm-hmm. be it'd be fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Well, so that's cool. So you guys got a chance to go and and be in a kind of a, a smaller venue and and do your thing this weekend. So that that's good. Also, shout out to the uh, the sunny delight of seltzers they had. A plus. What are those? They're literally what they sound like: sunny delight alcoholic seltzers. <laughs> Sunny Delight was one of those things that you really love as a kid when you grow up, but it's really not a good you remember it. I, I'm kind of indifferent the whole after that whole thing, but add some I'll take your word for it, it. my friend. I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'm not a culture perkin anyway, though. No. Never, what do you never, drink, Jayhawk? What do you drink? I, I I will usually drink a beer or like a rum and coke, like a Captain and Coke. I'm not really a I'm not a culture perkin. Uh, you, you should try them. They're good. That they Jayhawk's a Bud Light drinker. <laughs> I, t- I, I I tried a white claw at the last, at the last Deep Lake I mean, show. What? I, 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 tried, I tried a white claw at the Black Friday show, and I was not a fan. No, oh, you're just white claw is trash. That's just trash. Uh, 
You got to switch it up. Don't be shitting on the White Claws. <laughs> no, it's it's. I think it's run its course, Mars. I think it's time for you know, like uh, like high static water and, can uh, go back to where it came from. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm all. Well, I'm into the you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'll I'll get at a bar da- downtown with Reek and and do Shotka Jaeger all fucking night. Yeah, I, I envision Reese blind drunk at a bar with you after a Cleveland Indians game, a Guardians game, going uh, uh, just carrying on about how much he loves uh, Naylor and and whoever the other Jimenez and Rosario, and just blathering on. <laughs> yeah, Reese and I went to a game together a couple of weeks ago. We did that before the game. Uh huh. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm <laughs> not surprised. Hmm. Okay, go, uh, before so we... I also got to meet uh, Rosie the ref uh, from 880. I'm completely jealous. Uh, she was a sweetheart, uh, and Calpook Paul was there. I didn't get to speak with him. Wait, he was but... at. They were at the. They were at the outpost. Yeah. Oh, that's they, rad. They, they drove up to to hang out, so I got to talk with her, and uh, we're gonna have her on soon. So when we, think, what, what did you speak to Calpook about coming on? Uh, I did not. I didn't like. I said I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but. Uh, I think we could probably get him. There's, a, I got like so we got a handful of people from 880 we're looking at, but uh, we're kind of booked all the way in the August right now. Like I'm, I got to book uh, the refs in for July, and once I do that, man, we're we're booked through pretty solid in the August. Like I was talking with the runway this morning, uh, setting them up for uh, a, a date in June, and the first one I offered them they couldn't do, and, and they're like, what else do you have? And I was like, I have the following week, and then nothing, and I can't get you in until August. So <laughs> luckily, luckily, we uh, they, they, they worked, they were able to, to fit in uh, their busy schedule, they were able to fit in uh, the week after, uh, and our schedules lined up for that, so uh, that's set in stone now, uh, hopefully, Incredible. so, uh, but yeah, but we're, yeah, we're Rocking and rolling. Now that we're going to be Cooking. picking up uh, AIW uh, uh, reviews, it's going to kind of change things a little bit. I, we're still going to try to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to fit in 880 reviews as well because we I want to do those as well. So we might have to do some supplemental stuff, mm. uh, some Get additional that shows. going. Yeah. So that's that's what it's looking like. Uh, we might be able to put up some additional stuff, especially with as many interviews as we're doing. Maybe we kind of throw some interviews up on the Patreon and do the reviews for everything else. We'll see. There's a lot to, to go through, but um, oh, that's good. That, that was I was there for a lot of business, uh, and uh, business was pretty decent. Nice. Uh, Marcy wouldn't touch my butt, so I was kind of disappointed in that. Um, <laughs> She'll give got, you a deep goal kicking, but she no, won't touch your no, butt. No, I got no, I got no, no smooches. That. I got no smooches. I got no butt touches. You didn't ask uh, for smooches. That's true. I didn't. <laughs> Even Caleb will get mooched. Come on. I uh, I did get hugs. I got some hugs. So hugs uh, are good too. Yeah, hugs are pretty good. Uh, what, were you, what were you saying, Jayhawk? I know you had something you wanted to bring up. Oh yeah. Um, I'm independent wrestling new. Um, independent wrestling champion Matt Tremont announced he's closing down the H2O school and doing one last show with it, one last deathmatch show with a student. He didn't give a date for that particular show yet, but. But he's closing the school, but I think he's keeping the arena open to run he, shows. He, he's keeping the arena open to run shows. He's still running shows. It's just the school itself. He's not. He's Which kind of sucks because he has put out a bunch of really decent, you know, guys who are really growing right now between Mathers and Sawyer Wreck. And a lot of people have come through his school, not just starting out. Um, so it's sad to hear that that, you know, 
that's not going to be there anymore. I mean, I'm sure I am guaranteeing WrestleMania weekend next year, every show, if it's not at the ECW arena, it's going to run at the H2O arena. Every show. You better build some bleachers. I'm going to correct myself here. June 24th will be the last generation deathmatch tournament featuring the final student match Tremont. Damn. And that's going to be, I mean, he basically closed school in January already, but. And you've been there, right? You've been in that building. I actually have not been in that building. Well, where was that thing when you were down South in South Jersey? The, 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 whatever eight. It was, it was the EQW, EQWA Cooper eight. It wasn't in the H2O building. I forget what the name of the town was. It was just outside of Hacklett, like 10 minutes out of Hacklett. Oh, all right. I thought it was at the H2O arena, so to speak. Um, uh, more New Jersey talk. Listen, Morris, it's it's wrestling talk. Hey, you realize the other day I had to defend Pennsylvania driving because I had to talk about how much work New Jersey was. So, it's true, though. It is worse. Jersey's bad. It is. But Long Island's even worse. And, uh, and Pennsylvania's, Pennsylvania's pretty bad. They I can't mean, even know how to turn left. Jug handles. <laughs> that came out really weird, but my point handles. still stands. Right, jug handles. That's it. That's all there is. Yeah, you got to turn right to turn left in New Jersey everywhere, and that, that's, that's not even just the major city. Like bunch of cowards yeah. too scared to pump their own gas. You, you know what? I actually kind of <laughs> like that. Mm. I kind of, I kind of like pulling over for gas and not having to get out of my fucking car. That nice. no, it sucks. You just want to get gas and be like, can I just go? Can I just pump my? Own? Can I just go? And you got to wait for somebody to come over. It's awful. Just pump your own gas and move on. Garbage state, <laughs> trash state. That is the the all they live on is Sopranos and uh, Frank Sinatra. Okay, well we're getting close to the time we got to get our guest on the line here. Can we right. talk about what's on this week? Let's do it. What's on, what's this, on weekend? this weekend? You got the easy one. You can go first. Yeah, I'm I'm planning on it. Ben, fight. Fight Plus had a lot of a lot of stuff streaming, uh, quote unquote live streaming, but only two actual wrestling shows live: Ohio Valley at normal Thursday at 7 p.m. and then Thursday, May 11th at 8 p.m. Game Changer Wrestling freaking GTW Fight Night Brooklyn. It's an interesting card here at Masha Klimovich against Alec Prank in the main event. Jack Gaber Jr. against Tony Deppen. I'm looking forward to that one. I will have to make a point to watch that one. Blake Christian against Joy Janella. They can come match in 2023, the FKT against Wasted Youth. <laughs> Kyle Macon against Jimmy Lloyd. Jordan Oliver against John Wayne Murdoch. The Matt Cardona birthday party and more to be announced. So actually a pretty stacked lineup. I can't believe they're getting Zack Sabre Jr. on a Thursday night in, in Brooklyn. I mean, that just is crazy to me. I mean, there's, there's maybe going to be 300 people and you get Zack Sabre Jr. to come in from Japan and come to Brooklyn. I mean, I didn't he know. wrestle Chuck Taylor in a bar in Brooklyn that one time? I think that was he also did. a Thursday, technically. Yeah, I think, but it wasn't. Maybe it he just likes he being in big? Brooklyn on Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, I was thinking about that, and I, I, I just he maybe that was before he got really big, but like the the status he has now to be coming to the states for a random Thursday evening is is something. It's kind of it's cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to go. I just can't make it this time, but. uh that's that to me is that's crazy. I mean, that's the plain G. That's the same GCW show with with plus Zack Saber Jr. So, I mean, it's going to be cool. People are excited to go to it around here. I've heard a bunch of people talk about it. So, okay, I mean, but he, what's what's this non wrestling stuff on Fight Plus? You said there's a lot, but it's not wrestling. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, they've got they've got they've got a couple of boxing shows. They got a grappling MMA card, things like that. 
They all women's, they women's rugby. Yeah. Ooh, that I was gonna say it's boring until you said that. There's a lot of women's rugby on. I know that. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing new. At least that's going to be "quote unquote" live streaming this week in the rug in the rugby category. I mean, there oh. is some wrestling on, but it's all older stuff that's getting put up to be on the archive. Like uh, "Gauntlet for the Gold" fifteen is coming up. It's, it's going to be streaming later this week. That one was a banger. Yeah, that was a watch, banger. Watch that. Yeah, well, that's uh, Friday at seven thirty. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. But it's things, it's things like that. It's stuff that not there aren't actually live shows that's going to stream live, but it's called but it's pre-taped stuff. As of right now, but by like Friday, they'll have actual like live wrestling shows listed. They just don't have anything listed now. Just they, like they don't list AIW that aired Friday until like Thursday. <laughs> I know we've harped on them several times, but they really need to get better at that. Yeah, they really do. Uh, they're a growing. They're a growing business. Give them some time. They've been around for years, though. It's not. Like- <laughs> Yeah, but the wrestling aspect is literally what ten months old at this point. The Fight Plus version for that they're pushing for wrestling. They really They've just been... started to amp it up in the last like ten months. I guess, but I feel like this is like one of those things you should do. Like, I feel like that's top of the list is that oh, advertise our shows. I totally agree, a hundred percent. Like, they need to get way better at that. I don't know if they need to invest in getting like a you know somebody better than the ass that like wow. Cannot fucking talk to them. <laughs> Whoever can charge of talking to the of the company they've got under contract. Hey, what your what are your live event g- coming up? Okay, we'll put them on the schedule. Well, I think I, they I, have the hard. information. I just think that they're not getting it out in a quick manner. But they have like this stupid idiot that runs their Twitter that like asks stupid <laughs> questions all the time. If they just like focused on actually like putting up the information they need, it'd be fine. And meanwhile, That's what I was trying to say. Meanwhile, IWTV got a schedule lifted until freaking mid August already. Yep. Yeah, but they also only focus solely on wrestling. They don't focus on everything else like Fight does, unfortunately. Not that Friday and Saturday show up on their schedule. I'm sorry. Burning good segues. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Marcy had it. She had it. Yeah, and then Butter had to open his fucking mouth. Oh, now we're getting angry. Speaking of open, uh IWTV starts on Thursday with wrestling open. <laughs> also on Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time, New Texas Pro Wrestling presents the Super Texas Contenders Series One, uh, featuring for the New Texas Pro Championship, High End taking Miyu Yamashita, uh, Stephen Wolf taking on Little Little Evil, uh, I quit match between Just X Nick and L Voldiva. Look, I'm just still getting over the name just x nick yeah. <laughs> uh, El divia i believe is what it's in california i could be wrong on that too but. thank you uh on friday may 12th at 7 30 eastern time blitz Creek pro presents dress to kill featuring jordan oliver taking on ichiban vsk versus anthony henry alec price taking on andy brown and much more also on friday another new texas show uh new texas pro presents fan appreciation night featuring for the new texas pro women's championship it was also the one I mentioned. It was also for the women's championship, but they didn't mention that. I'm, it's, I'm having a hard time here, guys. Uh, <laughs> I am taking on Vert Mixon for the new Texas Pro Tag Team Champions. The eighth day will be taking on JJ Blake and a mystery partner. Uh, Rachel Rose will be taking on Sandra Moon and much more as well. Also on Friday, 
Freelance presents The Last of Us, uh, featuring for the Freelance Championship, Storm Grayson taking on Chris Bay. For the Freelance Legacy Championship, Brian Keith defending against Devon Monroe. And for the Freelance Tag Team Championships, the Bang Bros defending against Wasted Youth. Coming up on Saturday, May 13th at 7 p.m., Empire State Wrestling presents Brawl Fest 2023. For the ESW Heavyweight Championship, Kevin Bennett will be defending against Matt Cardona a favorite of this podcast <laughs> for the ESW tag team champions. The high seas will be taking on two infinity and beyond. And for the ESW interstate championship, Alec price will be defending against James Sega. Another freelance show coming at you on Saturday, the long good Saturday featuring for the FU championship, Calvin Tankman defending against Simon Gotch for the FU independent championship, Chico Suave against Darren Corbin. And for the FU Tag Team Championship, Pick and Pop defending against PME. And then we close it out on Saturday. No Sunday shows this week. Uh, West Coast Pro and PWR presents the Queen of the Indies. Looks like we got a little tournament action. Uh, for our first round matches, our Ma- Masha Slamovich taking on Hyon. Lady Frost versus Dulce. Dulce Tormenta? Talking's hard. Billy Starks versus Unagi <laughs> Sagaya. <laughs> and Mia Momomo versus Maria. Uh, I, I want to talk me. about the I want to talk about the main event on that card. Good uh, woman tag: Nicole McVoy, Karibma, and Lady Apache against Gundra Moon, Takumi Aroha, and Chaguga Nagayo. Chaguga Nagayo working a, an American show in 2023. Why is that a big deal? Uh, Thank you, Nagayo, Josh, because I have no fucking idea what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Chaguga Nagaya was like the top woman in all Japan in like the in like the mid to late eighty. Oh, nice! Sounded well. more and more like Caden every day, Jared. Yeah, I'm huh. I'm very I am very sorry that I happen to actually follow wrestling history and you actually know, know you know what would really name. help the podcast, Jared, if you stopped listening to. Cornet so that he wasn't number one in all the listings, so then we could move up the rankings. Single handedly, Jayhawk, you're doing that. That's yeah. very what you know. I like of yeah, you. Yeah, I, I'm single handedly giving Jim Cornette 500,000 lick in a week. Fuck. It's you're, 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 yeah, it's not helping. That number seems fake. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know There's what it many actual... people that listen to wrestling. What are you talking about? I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what an actual podcast number are. Those people don't know how to find podcasts, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what a actual podcast number are, but his freaking YouTube number are. I'm jealous. I should have never brought him up. Okay, uh, uh, let's get Jocelyn in here because I need do to. It. Fuck Jim Cornette. Need a palate cleanse. Jocelyn. Jocelyn fucks with sportsmanship. So. Yeah, we nucky and bucky and ready to fight. How about that? I'ma throw them things away. It's best to think twice. See me, I ain't nothing nice. Ain't crying, my bitch ain't no stabbing. Becky likes my that boy Daniela. So joining us now, the chocolate goddess, the bilingual badass, soon to be trilingual badass, <laughs> Caribbean chocolate, Jocelyn Navarro. How you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Doing pretty good. How is everybody else? <laughs> We're good. 
Jocelyn, just we're, lovely. We're, we're good. We're we're working on our our uh, our our format here. We're letting uh, Charlie Butters run the show to start off. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a handful of some goofy questions to kind of get going. Um, so I usually like to start with, "What's the worst ring name you've ever heard?" Oh, oh man. Oh, you know, I don't know. Let me. I I have to think about that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, did you do any backyard wrestling before you started training? No, no. no. Okay. I played a lot of other sports, so okay. I didn't uh, have time. <laughs> do you have any specific pre-show rituals that you do before you go out uh, for to, to wrestle? Yeah, um, I listen to music. Um, I like to crack jokes on people, depending on who's around me. You know, mm-hmm. um, then you know I, I got to stretch a little bit. But um, other than that, that's that's the three main things that I really do. Okay. Uh, and I'll make sure I drink uh, a whole 16 uh, ounce bottle of water. Right on. Got to stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my main ones to start off with. So, Josh, you want to jump in and then I'll kind of. Yeah. I, what I, well, circle what back I was going to do is, what I was going to do is, I was going to let Marcy kind of start off because she's got um, a good a good set of questions that I think I can follow up with prior. So, Marcy, you want to you wanna go ahead and, and start off with your set and then we'll, we'll I'll piggyback on you? Uh, sure. So, yeah, um, before Friday's match with Ziggy, you both kind of talked about on Twitter uh, some of your history pre-AIW. I was just kind of curious if you wanted to touch on more of that a little bit before, especially for the AIW fans that maybe that don't know about your career before AIW. Yeah, well, um, so I was her second match, like, ever. So um, I've literally known her her entire career. Uh, we've we've traveled a lot together. Um, we... You know, I spend the night over her house. <laughs> like we've we've done a lot together. We got fake married at Cinnabon in Maryland. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so like we're actually like you know really close. We've known each other for a long time. We've always you know been rooting for each other and stuff like that. Um, so you know before before AIW, we we see we seen each other a lot. You know Pittsburgh isn't too far from Cleveland, so the scenes pretty much run to like the people from the scenes pretty much run together in, in some form of capacity. So yeah, we, we've known each other for a really long time. <laughs> um, since the AIW's come back, you've been pretty much the heart of the women's division. Uh, as that person, is there anything you'd like to see as the company do to help kind of grow the women's division more? <sighs> yeah. Well, one, I would like to get the women's, you know, championship back. So we have something to fight for because, you know, we really don't have anything to fight for. We just we're just fighting. And then I would like to see, you know, at least two women's matches per card. Um, that, that, I think that would be pretty cool. You know, it's a lot of girls that I feel like would benefit um, being at AIW and that are that I feel like are pretty good, you know, and I feel like working with me would make them even better. And then it's a lot of girls that, you know, have name value that want to come into AIW. And I think, you know, bringing them in would be awesome as well. And it would bring, obviously, more eyes on our women's division. Yeah, Josh, so, I think you had some questions to follow up on that. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm glad to talk to you, Jocelyn. I mean, we talk every once in a while, and I'm glad to get a chance to kind of pick your brain. Um, so uh, w- w- to piggyback off Marcy's question about what you'd like to see AIW do, where do you think right now, because you're this is what, your seventh year in wrestling so to speak, mm-hmm. I think, well, you know, I'm not going to rehash your cage match, but you know, what I've seen is, is this is year seven. You've been through a lot. You've been through a co- the, the COVID year wrestling, you know, all the different stuff like that. 
Where do you think women's indie wrestling is now? I mean, if I could go back to 2019, you know, prior to AEW kind of swooping in and making their own women's division and, you know, there's, there's other companies, but no one really built up their women's division. What, with the talent that's on the indies right now, where do you think it is? What, what kind of time period are we in as far as women's wrestling? We don't see, you're right. We don't see two matches a card in AIW for women. We don't see two matches a card in GCW, you know, where where is it now? Where is your opinion as far as what you see as far as the women's division in indie wrestling? Um, I think the women's wrestling is a lot better than what it has been in the past. But also with women, specifically with women's wrestling, you're either like really fucking good or you're really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's really not <laughs> in between with it and it's a lot of the times it's not the women's fault like a lot of schools train women differently than they train the men so a lot of the times it's just where they trained so um and then with the girls that's really bad they charge like the women that are really good so it's just like <laughs> yeah i don't think you're worth what you're charging so that that also is a factor of why some places um have like either one women's match or just no women's matches and then sometimes you know women are really expensive so that comes into play also so um but talent wise i feel like it's a lot of really good women's wrestlers out there and i would love to work with all of them of course <laughs> but well, it's it's a lot of really good women's wrestlers out there yeah and you, you and i think i talked to thorn once you know about this and and I, i'm confused on it i'm just what is the reason why, and and you can, you, and, and it's, um, I, don't, I don't know how to put it. Like, what's the reason why women's wrestling is, is, is so much more expensive as far as bringing in talent? What's, is it because of a misogyny in the fans? Then, and, and it's, 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 you know, you have to kind of protect yourself. Do you feel like it's that kind of industry still? What's the reason why, you know, even the top levels of, of uh, not the top levels, even like the mediocre range of, of women's talent, you know, mid range is, is still so expensive. Is it because of risk? Uh, what, what do you think the reason for that is? Um, well, it's there's not as many women's wrestlers as there are men's wrestlers. Right. So we are still looked at as um, an attraction type match, you know, because like if you look at your average card, if you look at your average eight match card, it's seven men's matches and one women's match, you know. Mm-hmm. We're still looked at, you know, as an attraction, a commodity, stuff like that. So when when there's, you know, less, it's a demand, you know, we can charge more. So yeah, that's that's one of those things where it's just like a lot of women get away with it. Like, oh, you know, they want a women's match. You know, they don't care who they book. So I can charge X amount of money. And then, you know, that's just really how, how right. it out, really. Right. And they could be dog shit. And it wouldn't matter either way because they can they're the one match on the card. Right. I mean, you, you yep. can't, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you, what do you think about as far as, and, and you're, and I've seen you in, in many different scenarios. So where are you most comfortable? Do you enjoy doing the, the intergender matches? Do you enjoy doing just the women's matches? What do you, where are you, where do you feel? And, and I've seen you in AIW and many different ones. And a lot of those, those matches, those are people you're comfortable with, but where, outside of AIW, what kind of matches do you feel you're most comfortable in or do you will you just go and, and get the experience and do what you want to do with men or women? Um I'm comfortable wrestling everybody, but if I had the choice, like if if every promotion gave me the option 
I would wrestle men all the time. And it's it's really nothing against women. It's just I it was just how I grew up. I grew up with a bunch of boys. So <laughs> so like like going into wrestling, I, I'm looking for more of a physical type match. And a lot of women just aren't physical, you know. So um like a lot of women are scared to get hit and they're scared to like do stuff. And then meanwhile, when you wrestle guys, they like fucking kill me, like do what you want to do. So it's just like I'm like, oh, yeah. but don't get me wrong. Like it's, it's some girls out there that's, you know, that's that's with that's with the physical matches and stuff like Masha, for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Maserati out in Vegas. I have really good matches with her every time we wrestle. So like for, for the women, it really depends like who it is. But most of the time for the guys, every now and then I wrestle a guy that's like, oh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to hit you. You're a girl. And then I get in there and fuck them up. And then they'd be like, oh, I didn't think you were going to hit that hard. I guess. (laughs) 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 I mean, yeah, there's there's so many different, you know, those those weird schools of thought about, you know, wrestling the guys and and who can, you know, who's going to take that. Is it what? What's the level? Like, is it too far to to take a beating, or do you want to put it out there and like you know get hit and, and not get hit? It's it's a, it's an odd. I, I never I never ask those questions about intergender. I don't know enough about it from a female wrestler standpoint. So that's that's an interesting point that you bring up that some some women don't want to get hit. So that's yeah. odd to be in the business <laughs> where you get hit for a living. I just flashback to Joss bullying H2V2 in that match. (laughs) (laughs) Like just shit talking. And I'm just, I'm walking around while the match is happening and I'm just laughing hysterically because you can just hear just shit talking them the whole time. It's so funny. Yeah, you that training. They used to it. (laughs) So you you train with with Josh Prohibition, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So what was your training class? Did you have a class, the classic AIW class, or were you just with a few people? What was your where your class like? Um, well when he was when he was, you know, train he used to train us on Tuesdays. So he did like the advanced class and then he did like the beginners class. But I will always stay for both classes because, you know, I'm I'm a person that likes to do different things and learn different things, like regardless of, and then I also help out with the new kids as well. So, um, I was with the events with him learning. Um, he's, he's probably the, the best person ever to train people. He's so knowledgeable and he's a teacher in real life, you know? So like, he's so knowledgeable, so patient with people. And, um, it's just, it's just such a great experience having him as a trainer. Like I really, I really appreciated having him as a trainer and I always tell everybody anytime you come up, make sure you're there because he's just, he's just great. Who were you in there with? Who did, who was like, uh, who was a couple of the people that you were, you were um, learning with? Are they still in AIW? Yeah. Uh, Dom, Derek, um, oh, okay. uh, members only. Um, Wes will come up there from time to time. Um, Josh will come up there from time to time. Uh so you were you're you're you've been there for you were you've been at AIW way longer than I I could even I, I that I actually realized that you you're you know that's your career started has started and flourished in AIW and Cleveland proper right yeah I I uh, went to AIW literally a month before COVID started oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes yeah that's 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 to to be in that spot is is difficult we did have you know a bunch of the guys on and, and asked them where they you know how they did. Uh, or what did you do? Let's let's even go there because you were doing, you know, go for broke. And I think 
Butters has some some questions for you about go for broke. But you know, what else did you do besides that to keep your skills kind of going up as opposed to stagnant during COVID? Um, well, I would do like a lot of like shadow wrestling. I know it sounds weird, but so my parents have a trampoline in their backyard. Mm-hmm. So I would get out there and I would do like a lot of shadow wrestling. And I and then my niece would get in there and I would do stuff for her too. But <laughs> 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 and then um then they uh let us start having training um a couple of months into COVID. So then we were able to train and stuff. And then we would like go wrestle up in Michigan because uh, Michigan doesn't give a fuck about anything. So uh, we would go up there and wrestle. Uh, so wrestle. you're doing horror slam? Was that what that was yeah. called? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, you know, try new things, keep polished and stuff like that. And that's, that's hard to do. I mean, especially if you're, you're young and, and trying to like, you know, do better in your career to wrestle in front of in someone's backyard, I guess is, uh, and doing anything you can to keep yourself sharp. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Charlie, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that over to you for the, uh, go for broke stuff. Uh, so prior to go for broke, uh, you had shown up a couple times with 40 acres, um, mm-hmm. and, and done some stuff there. Um, but we didn't really know your story. Um, during go for broke, you talked about, um, battling cancer and, uh, while training and everything like that. And I instantly became a fan of you because I lost my mom to breast cancer. And I think that like anybody that can, you know, overcome that and, uh, do what you do in the ring is just, uh, somebody worth my time watching and, and stuff like that. So I became a huge fan of you during go for broke and I uh, was really rooting for you. And uh, I still am to this day because I think that you're just such a badass uh, in the ring. So um, if, if you could, could you kind of like uh, talk about that a little bit? If, if you feel comfortable talking about that? No, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, I got diagnosed with it. Like in like, like February 2020 or something. It was like like around that time. It was like February or January, somewhere in that time. And obviously that's, that's scary, it's devastating. But you know, I didn't want to like put tell everybody, put it out there because I didn't want anybody's like sympathy points. I didn't want like them to be like easy on me and training and stuff like that. But it was it was definitely rough, you know, doing all that physical stuff and then going through that and you know still going through like college and stuff like that like it was it was very exhausting it was draining uh i wanted to i definitely wanted to give up multiple times but i was like you know i was already about to give up anyway before all that but i came to aiw to you know flourish and get better and stuff so it's no point in me you know giving up now because i'm going through this This is just something else that you know I can I can beat like I've I've been through worse, <laughs> so um, it was it was really just another thing that you know I had to fight. Like I mean, you know, I, I was sad because I had to cut all my hair off and stuff. But because I, I you know I used I used to have like really big hair, it was super super big. I used to love it. <laughs> I had to cut all my hair off and stuff. But you know, it, it is what it is now. You know, I, I just embraced it and was just like. We're going to get through this. You know, my, my family was very supportive through everything. They made, they always made sure I was okay. Like my parents are literally the best people ever. Like they made sure I was okay. You know, um, 
we went through things together. So yeah, family support's huge when it comes to stuff like that, and 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 having people to rally around you and stuff, especially when you don't when you when you don't feel like uh you know fighting and they kind of keep you going. That's it's good. So yeah, like my mom, like when I when I cut my hair off, my mom cut our hairs off too. So you know, like, I wouldn't be alone. So like my parents are. My parents have always been my rock. They always been supportive through everything I do, no matter what. So I knew I could lean on them while I was going through that. So I really appreciate them a lot. Yeah, when uh, I uh, cut my mom's hair, I, I shaved my head too, and then now it's just I I'm I shave my head all the time now because I just uh, my hair's not great, so <laughs> just easier to to maintain this way. But at the time, like I, I had a full head of hair and stuff, and you know she was all upset about it and this was 2000 when it when when she first uh got diagnosed and stuff and she had to go through everything and well, it's i did that i was i was still in school when i did it so it just but we rallied around her and stuff and and she uh kept going for you know another 10 years and stuff but yeah just that story for go for broke like it, it felt like it came out of left field and then like it just really like I, I even think on the wrestling cheers episode, we talked about it like right after the fact and stuff. And I was just like, you know, I was like such a huge fan after that. I was like, that's that, that takes such like balls to be able to just like keep fighting and do all that. Like, I don't know, like if it happened to me, I just, I honestly don't think, I think I would shut down. I don't think I could do anything. I it just, I don't know. It's, it's to me, that's just, that's a, that's a huge thing. That's takes a lot of guts and, definitely uh, commend you for that because that's just crazy to think about for sure but you know it, it, it was definitely a scary time but like i said before i've been through worse <laughs> 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 that i was just like I, I, if i i, I can make it through this so yeah <laughs> jayhawk do you want to hit some questions and then uh we'll finish up with the sleaze list and voicemails yeah i'll, I'll throw a couple of questions in here all right. Uh, first off, we we asked a question to everybody: Sheet Gurwala or Get Go? I guess we'll throw in there too now, with everybody being from the area. You know that is a tough question. I I, I like Sheets and I like Wawa. Um, every time I go down to Florida, you know, I I grab a a sandwich from Wawa. Um, but you know, when I'm up here, obviously we don't have Wawa, so you know, I go to Sheets. So you know, really, I I, I like them both. I won't say one is better than the other. Is this really a which one am I around? <laughs> so I don't know. I've never eaten food from Giggo, so I can't even answer that. Me neither. I don't know what that is, but that doesn't sound right to me. Giggo. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> what? That doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Giggo. I, I, you get I, it. And you go. I. <laughs> I don't know. I've learned my lesson though at Cheats and Wawa, so I know what to what to keep on my long road trips over to Ohio at this point. <laughs> I, I would offer to buy you get go next time you're in town, but if you're coming in for Abco, I'm freaking booked elsewhere because that's probably not going to work. But no, you see, every time, every time, Jayhawk, every time, I missed, you know, th- three times already. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, every Saturday date up until the Fonky tournament, I'm bu- I'm booked. Uh, Listen, when you're a not. Hall of Fame referee, that's what happens, Jayhawk. Yeah? They you're in demand. You can't be available every Saturday. What do you want All me right, to do? But but, but think it's not about me. Think about Jacqueline. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, obviously, when you're on the road, you are traveling with like a Brona, Broner quite a bit, but he's not always available to travel with you. So what what's your car in the situation? Who, who are you riding with? Uh, I like to go places with members only a lot. Um, 
there we all three of us are really close also so um i definitely like riding with them uh derek is a good person to ride with as well um shaw is a good person to ride with too oh we've but, heard some stories about old shaw. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know like it's it's, it's very rotational for me like I, long, long as the person doesn't get on my nerves you know I'm cool with them riding with me or as long as uh, it's not too oh um we got one trainee named Nick uh, he's very he's very great to ride with as well but as long as long as there's not too many big people in a car then I'm fine because uh, we did C4 once and we on our way back it was Dom and Koo in the front, and I was in the back with um, Isaiah and and Josh Bishop, and that was the worst car ride of my life. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no! I'm just like, why are the biggest people in the car both in the back? <laughs> and they both like, oh, I'm sorry for smashing you. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> so. Long, long as it's a comfortable car ride and they're not annoying, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so let's say you could get in a car with three people, half door pregnant. Who would those three people be? And, and I'm thinking more along like people who who you want to pick their brain and that kind of thing. Oh man, um, I I don't know. Uh, I, it would have to be. I mean, you know what? Yeah, it would have to be. First of all, my my rule for for my car is. If you don't smoke weed, you can't get in my car. So, <laughs> but um, I would like to. I would actually like to do a car a car ride with uh, J Pro. That would be that would be awesome. Because, um, like I said before, he's very smart, very knowledgeable. Um, um, who else brain would I pick? Uh, I would say Derek, but I talk to him a lot. So, <laughs> oh, but, like he could be in my car, but you know, I talk to him a lot anyway. Um, I don't know. Somebody it was brain. I would think. I don't know. Well, let me ask. Okay, Jay Gold. I think you're. I think you're going online. Where I was going to kind of go take ahead, that go from for there. It. Yeah, go oh, ahead. I was going to say. I mean, anybody who inspired you in the path that you've never been in a car with you'd like, that you'd like to ride with, like a Trish or Alita type, or somebody else completely. Jacqueline and Jazz. Like, if I could just ride in the car with, I. I mean, I talk to Jazz. You know, every now and then. Um, I seen her last time I went to Texas. I've wrestled her before. Um, we got a good relationship. She's one of the reasons why I, you know, I wanted to wrestle. Um, so definitely Jacqueline and Jazz. They, that would be awesome because they are two women that I got to see on TV that I can relate to because they look like me and they came up in a different era. And, you know, so I definitely those two. That would be awesome do a car if i could if i could piggyback on that one um who who are you looking at now um we we don't have to get into like dream matches but we could but who are you looking at you you want in it doesn't matter what company what are you looking for now who are you who you have your eyes on and and to go on that too who do you uh model your style off of um, any role models or anything like that, and who else? Who are you looking for right now as to who you want to be in the ring with? Um, I don't really model my style off of anybody, but well, I take that back. I model how I wrestle, like based off of how the women in Japan wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that that hard hitting shit like that. Like I want to wrestle in Japan so bad. <laughs> so um, I definitely model my style off of that. But there's no one particular wrestler that I model my style off of. Um, it is very hybrid. I mean, you you're very hard hitting. You throw yourself around. Um, so you can stand and throw and you can also, you know, I've seen like cannonballs and different moves like that. So you're, you're throwing yourself around. You're also stationary throwing hands. So it's, it's a very different style from, from, you know, the stuff we see on, let's say TV wrestling. Mm -hmm. So it's more, would you say it's more of, or more of a, a hybrid fighting style as opposed to, you know, you know, it's, it's as opposed to technical. I mean, would you, where would you, where would you say that you're like, if I just said to you, so you're wrestling the the girl at, at um, Gauntlet, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, you, yeah. So I I saw her wrestle, and she's ridiculous. It's it's all strong style. So is that where you ideally? That's where you want to be, right? That's that's the style you want to model yourself after. Yes, okay. but like I said, like I'm I'm definitely more of a hybrid. Like I can fly, I can I can base, I can strong style. You know, I I could pretty much do it all. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a cross of everything, but the, the strong style, you know, that's, that's my jam right there for sure. So if you get out there, let's say you do get to Japan, cause I, I do envision you getting there before you, you probably know it, it'll, it'll happen. Um, who are you, who would you love to, to, if you have one big match, right? The one that you, you're going to put on Twitter and go, this is it. This is the one that I've been waiting for. Who's the, who's the talent you're looking to get in there with in Japan? <laughs> Right now, um, it would act, it would be uh, Mercedes. She's she's part of the company right now. Yeah, she, uh, she got the the most star power. You know, I think that would be that that would work very well for my career because I just need that one match to just blow me up. And I'm like, I don't know when it's I don't know who it's going to be against, but you know, but if I was to get a match against her, that would be that would be good. And I mean, you've had. You've had a lot of high-profile AIW matches um, mm-hmm. as far as other, other women. Which one do you think, in the last, let's say, three years, let's say dur- after Go For Broke, which one of those matches are you, are you most proud of? Or do you think that you had the, the, the that match was your favorite? Um, probably the one with Thunder Rosa. That was a good and, one. Yeah, it's, and it's because um, we didn't really call anything because she had such a long line um, with the meet and greed and all that stuff. And I'm all about people making their money, you know? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't even, I wasn't even mad about that. I'm like, girl, make your money, okay? <laughs> so we went out there and, and pretty much did that match on the fly. We we caught the finish, and that was really it. So I think I was, I'm most proud of that one so far. Very highly regarded that match. People seem to uh, to buzz after that one. Yeah, <laughs> and then it got me booked for Mission Pro down in Texas. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> butters. Right. Oh, Jayhawk. Sorry. Go ahead. I I, I, I got one more. Uh, you've made a number of trips to the Caribbean. You can tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about those. Yes. Yeah, so um, the company is called All Caribbean Wrestling. Um, I started working for them last year. Um, we rest, we did a show in the Bahamas last March, and then we we've done three in Trinidad, and then um, the next one is actually in July in Jamaica. So I'm really excited for that because um, it'll be my first time wrestling in Jamaica, and that's always something I wanted to do. That was one of my goals. 
from the start. So to be able to go to Jamaica and wrestle in front of like that's, those are my people. So that's uh that's pretty tight. I'm really excited for it. I've had a lot of fun wrestling in the Caribbean. Um, we stay from we stay in some really great places. Um, they accommodate us very well. Um, the the Caribbean fans are really awesome. They get really excited for the shows and stuff. Um, so it's it's been very fun. And you know I'm Caribbean, so I love going out there. Why not? <laughs> and how many people do you get for those? Sorry, just just to say real quick, how many people do you get on those shows when you go? What kind of crowds are you drawing? Oh, the Trinidad shows they draw big crowds. Um, like. Yeah, the crowd is really big, like 300, 300, 350 um, for the shows and stuff. And, you know, like, because we have, like, Mark Henry on, on those tours and stuff, too. So people, like, come to see him, and then they watch the show and stuff like that. Um, the Bahamas show, it didn't have as much people as the Trinidad show. I think they had, like, 150 or something. So, I mean, that's not bad for, you know, for them, for what they're doing and stuff like that. But the Trinidad shows draw way more. So I'm really curious to see how much the show in Jamaica draws. I hope it draws a lot. But, you know, either way, I'll be excited for that. And now, if all the talent on the show, people that are traveling there, or are there, if they're local talent on the show, on the show as well? Um, we all travel there, yeah. We all we all live in America, and we all uh, travel there. We all uh, meet up in, in Miami, and then they fly us all out together. I think I'm done, but if you want to go ahead and take it. Okay. Uh, so my last question is the wrestling sleaze list. Uh, I kind of told you about it on Friday. It mm. was reportedly started by Tony Khan back in the DVD board days. Um, I'm going to read you number 407. Uh, TNA pinch, uh, pitched to Macho Man the idea of a worked shoot angle feud with Lex Luger on the basis that he killed Elizabeth. Do you think that's true? <laughs> What? <laughs> um, I want to say no, but knowing professional wrestling and knowing professional wrestlers, it's, it it could be could be true because there are a lot of them are psychopaths. So, um, is it true? <laughs> I, I I don't know. That's just it's just a rumor. That's I always like to ask if if the the, the guests if they think it's true wait, or not because it's wait, so Jocelyn, weird. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I you. You said it doesn't surprise you. You wouldn't be surprised if it was because do you have have you g- give us one example of a ridiculous angle somebody pitched. You don't have to name names, but give us an example of the most ridiculous angle you've heard pitched at a show. Like it didn't have to be with you, but something you've heard. If you're going to say something, because like I'm very curious, because that's really funny when everybody brings that up. Um, wow. I have to think about that. Um Oh, okay. Well, I guess this. I mean, th- this is not funny, but it's this really ridiculous angle. So this this promoter in um in Pennsylvania, he pitched that he wanted to do a KKK angle. Oh um, Jesus! Oh, oh God! <laughs> and like we was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah that that was that. I think that might be the most ridiculous one I've I've ever heard. And it was pitched to you, or you were just in the room when it when you heard it pitched. It was it was pitched to my old trainer, and then he oh, he posted yeah. it on Facebook, and yeah, it was oh, like, oh man. okay, that's oh god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even. That's why you know what when we do that wrestling sleaze list, that probably all of it is true, and that just just listening to how ridiculous things are, I'm not I'm not surprised. 
I mean, wrestlers will come up with some ridiculous ass ideas, and you just be like, "Why did you? Why did this (laughs) to your mind?" Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Bruce Richard Hack always had all the dumbest ideas that era TV. A company in the writers' room saying, "What if?" Like a joke, and and somebody actually liking the idea, but (laughs) I can't even. I I just. I mean, we've seen some ridiculousness, and and you know, I, I just. Yeah, every time he says the sleazeless, I'm pretty sure the answer is probably, oh, that's true. But who knows? <laughs> it took me, that was in like the 400s. Like it took me a while to find one that wasn't just like this woman was like sexually demeaned by all these people on the backstage and this and that. And it's just, it's, it's a horrible list. I don't, I don't enjoy looking through some of it. It's just, <laughs> but you do it anyways. You know, it's uh, I, I suffer for my art. Okay. Yeah. So what we're doing is art. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> if you put an F on the front of it, that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> we're gonna do some voicemails. Uh, we got three voicemails. Okay, so up first is our friend Zach. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Uh, just calling in. Quick question for you. I was watching a YouTube review of some of these arcade one-up uh, game cabinets. Curious, what wrestling video game would you guys love to get as like a home arcade cabinet kind of deal? Um, I don't really know my answer, uh, but I'm definitely curious to see what y'all have to say. And, uh, and that's kind of my question for this week. Uh, y'all take care. All right, five one. So, so what arcade cabinet? This yeah, is so this is kind of cheating, but I would just say Saturday Night Slide Masters. It's kind of a wrestling game, but it's kind of not. It was already an arcade game, but that game's fucking dope. I'd and probably that, do like that, WrestleMania. Yes, that's the only one I would consider is WrestleMania. No, I, I want the I want the WWF WrestleFest personally. Oh, that's okay. the one WrestleFest. Jocelyn, are you, a, do you, are you a gamer? Do you play any of those, or do you, do you not have time for that stuff? I'm a gamer, but I didn't play like arcade games. I played them like you know, like <laughs> like PlayStation and Xbox games. So what I, do you what do you play right now? Are you are you playing anything right now, or is it just from your youth? Oh yeah, um, I I play Madden, uh, 2K, WWE game. Um, we on uh, GTA Five. I still play San Andreas. Um, that game rules. Yeah. yeah, I love it so much. <laughs> um, well, I- I mean, are you are you doing any of the uh, are you doing any of those like you know Call of Duty or any of that nonsense? I like Call. Of, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while though, but I, I do like Call of Duty. Me and my brother used to play it together all the time. Um, specifically, like zombie mode. I used to love zombie mode. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I Justin's really like not a cabinet, not a cabinet player. I see. Yeah, I, I like the killing games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up next is the other JB. Hey there, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here. Um, just finishing up my last assignment for my master's degree. All right. It was nice seeing everybody at the Cybernetico yesterday. Um, I wanted to start out by answering Zach's question from last week about uh, Jim Croce's uh, favorite songs. Mine is uh, a long time ago. Um, actually, in fact, for Toyo, this past Toyo at the AIW. Um, the Segression Will Not Stay in the uh, venue there. They also had a record shop, and I got uh, two Jim Croce albums there. 
Um, yeah, it turned this out. is extra embarrassing um, for I got me a name now. And then you don't mess around with Jim. <laughs> so that was fine. Alrighty, so we've got Jocelyn in the studio. Alrighty, I've um, I was just, you know just looking on Twitter a little bit, and I saw someone mention that in the 2024 Olympics, um, breaking or uh, break dancing is going to be the uh, a new event, um, and that's really exciting. Um, it is really want to see that. So I would pose the question to the panel. What um, atypical sport or um, out, what sport would you like to introduce to the Olympics? Um, being here oh, from Ohio, I feel like the standard answer is probably going to be cornhole, but we'll have to see. Alrighty, let me know. And yes, that is the real thing, Jay Gold. Break dancing and coming to the Olympics 2024. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. All right, Jocelyn, what do you got for us? All right, look, so I've been saying this for years, right? I feel like they should add pole dancing in the Olympics. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pole dancing. Yes, because uh, I I went to college in the south, so we went to a lot of southern strip clubs, okay? And <laughs> the the things and the tricks that these girls can do on these poles is incredible. And it needs to be an Olympic sport, like I think pole dance would be more like X Games as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> Olympics. More like triple X Games. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out breakdancing still in my head. Are they going to wear like Tangles and like and like Adidas pants? How is this going to work? I don't understand. How do we figure out who's the best? Do they put down their own cardboard? I don't know how this is going to work. I grew up in Queens. We used to watch breakdancing all the time, but it was on cardboard. It was in the subway. How is this an Olympic sport? How do we judge this? Now, fast, now I might have to do a lot of research. You judge it the same way you judge figure skating or synchronized swimming. I mean, I don't. I mean, is it who does the best robot and who's popping locking? Is it the right to like? I'm. I am so fascinated by this now. I am. I'm so ready. I'm just thinking about Southern strip clubs now because, like, I've been to ones up here, and I'm not a huge fan, but I feel like I'd really enjoy Southern strip clubs. You absolutely would. The food's great. The entertainment is great. Plus, the like, great. the best music for shaking your ass comes from the South. So, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I have I mean, to, I'd have to ask my brother on that one. He's I've, been, I've, I've been plenty of those. I tried to make the point. I told, I know it was Cinco de Mayo on Friday, but I was trying to get uh, two legs to play um, some, some Three Six Mafia, some Juicy J, like some ass shaking music because I wanted to shake my ass. And uh, <laughs> I got none of that. <laughs> Uh, so I was very disappointed, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, something I recently came in, into my mind that that's, that's ash shaking music. And that's, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm going to be stunned by this all night when I get upstairs and I talk to my wife later and be like, did you know, break dancing is going to be in the Olympics? Like, I'm, I just, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm, I am stupefied you are stunned by this because it's, 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 it's a sport. Is it? Well, I, all I, I think you got to be super athletic movies. to do some of the stuff they do, man. Have you seen some of those movies? Yes. Like that's crazy. Yes. yes, but as a sport, is it? But dancing is its own competition. So I don't know. I, I I would do. I would like to see pole dancing. I agree with you. But you could turn it almost into an 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 an, an athletic display as opposed to even dancing because of how mm -hmm. much upper body strength you need. So that's I that. I could actually agree with. But break dancing. I just, I, I, I just don't know. It's still, it's going to stick with me for a long time. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what my choice is. 
a couple weeks ago when Rick and I went to the Guardian game, we're pre-gaming at the bar. They're showing World Chase Tag on fucking EFPN2. Yeah. It's it, it literally tag and it's and, and entertaining its shit. And I want that in the Olympics. That is a cool. That one's cool. Tag yeah, is very like, cool. The, that kind that. of tag is insane. If you watch it. Oh, my God. I probably I would end up like hit my face on one of the bars, knocking myself out cold is what would happen as fast as they move. Yes, <laughs> it is like that. It's basically parkour with a tag element. Yeah, I may or may not have done that as a child at one point, so I'm pretty sure that would just be my fear. I wouldn't want to be moving around. I would like you better. I'd like you to be doing that now. Actually, I'd like to see you you do some parkour. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I also I I wouldn't mind dodgeball. Dodgeball can live before then. If we could chant, I could play. I think they should turn that game that game from American Gladiators where they hit each other with the giant Q tips into just a full Olympic sport. Joust. It's a joust. It isn't a, I, I was pretty sure it was some sort of They don't uh, have I'm uh, sure they don't have Q tips in the Olympics when they do it. So that's that's not the same. Also, I'm extra embarrassed about this Jim Crochet thing now, since I was literally standing next to her when she bought those set albums. Listen. Yeah, and then so now you have to listen to them. So while you're home, put them on. And listen, then come back and give me a report on what your favorite is. That's not Jeez. happening. That's not happening in a million years. I mean, I, I know you. I know you're looking, JB. Get Marky on then. Yes. <laughs> Butters, do we do we have another one? We have one more from Zach. He called back. And then we have to personally scold Stan from Burlington for not calling in today. Yeah, two weeks in a row. What the hell? Yeah, I need to call the group home and find out what's going on over there. Hey, the indie wrestling guy. Zach here again. Actually, funny thing happened to me today. I woke up this morning. There was a baby snake in my bathroom. What? Terrifying. Had to take it out. It was gross. I mean, I didn't feel that. I just took he's it in out. Texas. Yeah. Uh, it made me think, bringing a snake to a wrestling match is crazy, right? <laughs> like, Jake the Snake bringing a snake to wrestling is insane. So my question is this. What animal would you bring with you to a wrestling match. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a hawk. I bring a hawk. I'm taking that away from Jayhawk. I'm bringing the hawk. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Jocelyn, what would you bring to the ring if you could bring, <laughs> if we could go back to like the 80s WWF when everyone had a gimmick and some sort of character, what kind of animal would you bring to the ring with you? Um, so does my niece count as an animal? <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Depending Listen, on how you feel about kids, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say Doink brought Dink down to the ring, so you could call her something. Something could rhyme. Because she want to fight everybody that I wrestle with. So. <laughs> so I think she would be a great addition to my act. Um, but You could have her carry the flag behind you. That would be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, she's very unprofessional. She don't listen to a thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what that's but, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, one time I went to a show in West Virginia, and um, I, I went with members only actually. And this guy brought a possum to the ring, and the the possum took a shit in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I think like, I, I think I saw something online about a possum in wrestling, and I, I that might have been the show you guys were at. But yeah, this, that's, that's, that sounds like the most West Virginia thing ever. By the way, absolutely. <laughs> and the and the possum was drinking Budweiser on the way down. Bud Red Heavy. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's already been done. But like having a cat, like uh, Teddy Hart did that for a while. Having a bringing a cat to the ring would be cool. But I kind of think back to when Scott Steiner brought that giant tiger out on Nitro. 
I think that'd be really cool to bring a giant tiger with you out. I just want to make sure that it's like behaved. Like you don't want to bring a tiger out and it just, it all of a sudden it, you know, uh, uh, um, starts mauling somebody that's, you know, the handler or something like that. There's a lot of, you know, odd things going on there. So Josh, it would just be like, it would just be like a recreation of, um, Dom pushing you, except it'd be a tiger attacking you. That's what I I specifically would be that. <laughs> so you're telling me it'd be declawed then it would just shove me over a bunch oh no of no no the, you be... would get the claws you'd get the whole nine it would bite you it'd bite your nipple off it would do all kinds of stuff <laughs> dom did not bite my nipple off but maybe that would have made it better i don't know sure. he hasn't yet he he's he hasn't gotten there yet just I know, give he time has, he, yeah, absolution's coming up you'll be nip you'll be down a nipple after absolution <laughs> I'm thinking I would bring a raccoon down to the ring. Just something like I would wear a mask, just like the raccoon. We could be like a tag team. We both have, you know, like the black lines around our eyes. Just something like that. I think some sort of mid-sized rodent would be like the perfect, <laughs> perfect animal to bring out to the ring. <laughs> uh, uh, Gak, I'm, not, I'm, Gak, I'm not happy with you trying to tell me that I can't Yuka Hawk, but you want a Yuka Hawk. But thank you for the care package. I got it in the mail the other day. You both could use the hawk, you know. You just would have to fight over who you put a hawk on a pole match, and one of you would have to there's, get it. Ooh. There's different types of hawks. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, hawk literally in my name. Like, I think I have to go with the hawk. Uh, I guess. I guess. But you're also a referee, so, you know, you don't have yeah, as much say yeah. as the talent. <laughs> the yeah. hawk is your, like, your eye that sees when you're not turning, when you're, like, your back is turned. Ah, I like that. It turns out to make sure that the disqualification goes off. <laughs> That's the Hawkeye cam. It's like it's a camera hooked up to a thing on his head. Like they right, it flies around in, the ring. What sure. was it that they used to do in WCW? Where they had like the ref camera, ref or whatever. Cam. The, yeah, the, yeah. the referee. The referee. Yeah, but it would they be. Used, uh, they literally used it once, and that would get. But it would be for it'd be the Hawkeye for Jayhawk. It would be. be <laughs> I would head. just. It would, would promo- he, it would watch the promoter stiffing him on his money. Be- <laughs> beat it, Jared. Beat it. <laughs> no, John Thorne, if you're listening, if you if Jake Oliver wants to get hooked, the GoPro gimmick up the referee, I'll be happy to experiment with that for you. Sure. <laughs> All I know is Jay Hawk would forget to turn it off and be like in the restroom and it would be like, come on, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to even rick anybody seeing that. <laughs> See, I would just bring a silly little guy out because I want to distract my opponent. So what better way than a duck-billed platypus because he's not going to stare at that fucker. I heard they're mean. I heard they're mean in real life. Oh, they're mean too? Even better. Yeah, yeah. That might work for you, Mars. You got to name it Perry. Put a little fedora on it. (laughs) She'll she'll paint it. It'll just be like all like dying from the toxicity of the paint. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with it. It's a goddamn platypus. It said non-toxic on it. I don't know. <laughs> oh Lord, is that what we got? We got to make sure next week that uh that Stan calls back in. I'm yeah, what check the hell, Stan? Yeah, I'm getting the word. <laughs> we about we Stan. give you what you want. We give you members only, and then you just bail on us. What they must have they must have taken his phone. Did he you... must not have been able to hide it in his prison wallet quick enough. That's Did you get so excited you stabbed yourself with that purple belt too much? Is he dead? Is Stan dead? Stan yeah, is definitely out. <laughs> Stan is definitely okay. I'm sure I'll have. Some sort of story for us next week, I assume. So, and we apologize for Jocelyn for not having a stand call this week, but. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, is there anybody or anything that you would like to plug? Uh, now's the time for you to, to plug all everything you got coming up. Um, well, you know, I'm in, I'm at OWA 
this Saturday. Um, what day is that? The 13th in Columbus, Ohio. Um, I have a Japan tryout this week as well. Yes. Ooh. Good luck. Hell yeah. All right. Next week, you know, AIW gauntlet for the gold um, against Miyu Yamashita. Um, got some special projects that I can't tell anybody about just yet coming up. Um, I have to look at my calendar. I got so much stuff going on. <laughs> um, uh, that's great. You always seem to be. You always seem to be working. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, this the semester is about to end. I'm gonna plug that in. Thank God. I'm almost close to my master's. So nice. oh, awesome. Nice. Thank you, thank you. you know, I'm, I'm fighting for my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I, just a lot of different things, a lot, lot of different things going on, keeping busy. Um, I don't know. I, I can't think of everything off the top of my head right now. But um, like I said, you know, I'm going to Jamaica to wrestle in July. Really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Joss underscore E underscore Navarro, Instagram, Jocelyn underscore underscore Navarro, TikTok, Jocelyn Navarro 13. And, you know, if if Facebook is your jam, you know, Jocelyn Navarro <laughs> there too. So, you know, I try to keep it wholesome because my parents can see my stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I literally do not have my mom on my Facebook because I don't keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> My, see, my mom followed me on Twitter ra- randomly one day. Oh, so no. Oh. Then she'll pop, pop in on Twitter. And I was just like, oh, man. She, she was like, well, why did you post this? And I'm like, um. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was like me hiding my tattoos from my parents for 20 years before they finally saw it. <laughs> oh, no. That's all I could say. I was like, oh, no. To, to be fair, Josh, you should be hiding, you should be hiding that, that tramp stamp for the rest of your life. No regrets. If anybody wants to see it, anytime you see me, you can ask me about my Brahma Bull tramp stamp. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be a bull guy, Josh. No, I don't mind. <laughs> I cannot be shamed. <laughs> Josh, it's been great having you for real. Thank you so much for uh for joining us tonight. We uh we we really appreciate it. I'm glad we we got a chance to find out more about you and uh I look forward to that gauntlet match. It's gonna be that'll be a banger. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on to have fun with you all. I'm really excited for that match too. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you again. Yes, thank you so much. All right, thank you. Y'all have a good bye, night. Jocelyn. You too. Yeah, you bye, Jocelyn. Bye. Bye. There. All right, Jayhawk. Plugs. All right. Twitch, Hive, and Twitter. Ref Jayhawk. Instagram, Jayhawk1539. Uh, my next wrestling booking will be uh, May 20th for Real Action Pro Wrestling at the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngtown. Come check that out. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and OnlyFans at the girl femboy boy spelled B-O-Y. Hey, if you got that blue sky invite, send your girl one her way. Uh, listen to my other podcast, X Over. Uh, we just had our But I'm a Cheerleader episode dropped. Uh, and the next one's going to be, I got a couple guests because old Oscar's missing. Uh, so if you're going to listen to this the day this drops, I'm recording with Young Ed from <laughs> Hayabusi. We're going to be doing uh, Shin Kamen Rider. So check that out. Uh, if you catch my grift is uh, on strike because of the writer's strike. So go to 
www.iycmgmerch.bitcartel.com and buy merchandise to support the writer strike and to support us while we are on strike. Uh, that's all I got uh, on my end. Okay, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at jgold12. I am not on strike. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Check out our Twitter handle, IWGuide1, and our YouTube page that Marcy has put together. Don't forget about the merch store over at BrainBusterTees.com. You can get our faces on your body, stickers, sweatshirts, T-shirts, hats, fanny packs, and the Stan from Burlington line. If Stan wants to get some royalties, Stan better provide some content. Uh, listen to our podcast friends at Odds with Wrestling, the super fantastic podcast. The card is going to change. Wrestling cheers. X over with our very own Marcy. If you catch my griff when it comes back with Home Office, Charlie Butters, and... Hi, a bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Check out our other friends and soon to be guest of the show, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photos, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. And as Kurt Angle once said, hey, I drank that milk that was a day past its expiration date. Now that is extreme. Oh, God. I ate salad that was a day past the expiration date, and that was extreme. <laughs> Listen and watch and check out Independent Wrestling, everyone. Later. Later, dweebs. Peace out. Tell me someone.